All right, hello everyone. <laughs> it's Matt here. I got Dan across from me with veins. First time we're sitting across from each other. Too. I know it actually is in veins popping over his head. I think that's why. Always a veins popping on my head, man. Yeah, but I think Dan's a little on edge. He's got something on his <laughs> mind that he wants to talk about, get off his chest. So it's going to be easy for me. I just get to sit here and enjoy Dan getting pissed off, get his Italian hands moving. And yeah, it's your I'll Italian Dan, too. I'll let exactly. Yeah. I know so I, I talk my hands away so more than you do. I can make fun of myself. Yeah, yeah because if I, if I don't have my hands, like, I shake the table. I know. I, I, that's why I can't say tap a table. Like, where, like, it's interfering with the mics right now. So I like, restrain myself. That's why I talk my hands away up in my yeah, air. That's why I hold this like this. That's but yeah, I know. I'm always pissed off when I'm ready to talk, especially it's about myself. But uh, Before he talks. Fuck anxiety. Yeah, it's like that's actually the title of this one, Fuck Anxiety, because this is my pilot. Matt did his, and I'm pissed. I'm pissed about anxiety and about how it's treated and <laughs> my life surrounding it. So I'm just going to dive right in to talk about it. No no need to stay pissed off. It's they're ironing it out a little bit. But yeah, like <clears throat> fuck anxiety pretty much. I look back as far as I remember, it's always been in my life. And obviously I didn't realize it was anxiety or worry or what it was doing to me as as time went on. But yeah, as far as I can remember, I remember being a little kid and we're being in a hockey arena. My brother's playing hockey or I'm playing hockey. And if I didn't see my brother up in the stands, I'd have a panic attack on the bench. Be like, where's Luke? Where's Luke? Where's Luke? And I'd think in my head he got kidnapped. He got stolen. He's never going to see him again. Um, and, you know, I it's like the classic thing. I'd, I'd hear a sound at home or if my parents were home by themselves and I was in their friend's house, I'd worry that something would happen to them, like something would happen to me or something. It was like constant worry. But it was like, it never really processed. And even like, as far as I can look back, even past the hockey point, I remember being like four years old, five years old. And my mom would like, we'd go to the grocery store or something and she'd have her keys in her in her hand. And I'd be like, did you lock the car? She's like, I locked the car. And I'd be like, no, you didn't. Someone's gonna break it down. We had nothing in the car. You gotta think, what year would that have been? It like, it would've been like year 2001, like 2002. And I'm like, and I'm like, you I'm like, you locked the car, locked the car. Like, what, what did you have in your car at, at that time that would've been, but I was just so paranoid. But then, okay, then it's kind of just, as time goes on, it just, translates to bigger kind of broader worries and problems and um you know things in your life become more complicated when you're a kid think about it you're a kid you're free your mind's so free you have like no restriction you you wake up you go to school you know what i mean maybe you fight with your friend because he stole your matchbox car hot wheels car whatever and that's like the toughest part of your day like you know you play wall ball you play video games shred nhl 2004 like that's your day, man. And, it's in the uh, caviar, yeah. The back then. I think the factor, yeah. I was like, I think it was, dude. Remember Danny Heatley? Memory, yeah. Oh, Danny I know, freaking weapon. But um, yeah, so then as as time goes on, then the anxiety becomes such a bigger problem. And then the next kind of stop along the way, I remember entering into high school. Then I didn't have to dive into that because I think everybody had anxiety at some point in high school, especially like um, got like men because that's when they literally turned to, from boys from men is like entry point exit point of high school like you you learn so much about yourself and you kind of you start off going to high school still playing on climbers and you leave high school like taking on a college program university program and buying a car so it's like you think about the rest of your life yeah you go into high school and you're kissing a girl before and you leave and i'm not going to get into like that part but yeah man exactly dude so it's just like but for me it was like my whole high school was damp and I look back and I cringe because I was in such a, like a social anxiety mess I was just like I couldn't even talk to girls my communication with girls was like non-existent every time that I had conversation with girls like I was sweating like crazy I think it's just because I grew up in a predominantly male household and then and also I grew up in a locker room pretty much playing hockey my whole life so it's like my relationship with males has always been unbelievable with girls but then also I was also intimidated like I was like one of the late bloomers like I didn't like voice didn't crack to like grade 11 so I was always like, I'm still a small guy. I'm 5'8", 
but like I was like five foot to like grade 11 and I was like this tiny kind of as I said boy and I saw my friends like hit puberty in grade 9 and 10 like six feet tall and they're like absolute you know what I mean like they're absolute men and so anyways so then that time goes on I kind of like exit high school and I start trying to take on life like so like you know what I mean head on and be like oh I'm okay and then I think the social anxiety kind of subsided. I had like this new rush of confidence. I kind of, I realized if I can go approach a girl or talk to girls or talk to strangers, like the outcome's not as bad as you ever think it is. You always think it's a lot worse than it is, but you know what I mean? Then like other types of anxiety started coming into my life. Like I started having a lot of anxiety about my health, um, about where I was in life, about decisions I was making. And it, it, it once again, though, it went totally undetected. Like it never, it never crossed my mind. That was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe like all these years of worrying because like guys never talk about it. My parents never brought it up. Like I was just always, they just thought I was like a worry ward. They never thought it was like any problem. And I kind of look, I'm like, that was the point. I wish I could have like something could have crossed my path. And that's what actually motivates me to do around the project to create content that finds people. So they don't hit breaking points like I did. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, that's the like, probably like, end of high school is when I wish I had something that kind of hit me and said, listen, dude, like, this is what you're going through. This is what you can do. This is totally normal. But I just felt so isolated. And then it wasn't until like last year, I had like this huge breaking point where, um, my groin kept pulling. I couldn't figure out what my groin kept pulling. Um, I was having, I wasn't, I wasn't sleeping. I was, my mind was actually at my heart rate. And my mind was speeding up at night and I was trying to calm it down. And I was having panic attacks about where I was in life. I wanted to just quit my job. I wanted to run away. And I think that's a huge problem thinking about now. Like we talked about this the first time, but is like so many people, like we don't, we don't know how to face problems. We don't know how to face adversity. We don't know how to face anything in life. You know what I mean? Some people like, like yourself and you know what I mean? Like Matt, who we interviewed like previous, like they faced serious adversity at a very young age. So they had to, they learned really quick. But for someone like me, I never had conflict in my life for like forever like my conflict was all self-inflicted I never had any external conflict Mm -hmm. so I was never I never knew how to like face problems and like take them on and it was like yeah that's just the thing about now it's like people don't like know how to take conflict and problems so then anyways so but then what ended up happening was I had this like breaking point and everything started falling apart and I started like not being happy where I was in life and wanted to just run away because I think that's the only thing to do and yeah I just totally fell apart and broke down and looking back now it's kind of just like it was totally avoidable everything was avoidable and and i started like i went and asked for help i went and talked to a family friends like a counselor and that was like kind of the turning point and for the groin i started doing yoga which ended up being like a dual edge sort of i say sword but it was sort of help and because i ended up learning how to breathe properly and get all the anxiousness and worry and everything out of my body. Cause that's, that builds up as energy. That energy builds up as like muscle pain, which bends, builds up into um, different sicknesses, diseases, roadblocks in your body that are going to, if they don't affect you today, they're going to affect you tomorrow. So it was good that I kind of got to get on top of that. But um, the other thing too, is like, it, like it, that's why I'm so pissed off. Is like people use anxiety as such a loose term. They use it just being like, oh, I, I woke up, I had the worst anxiety on Sunday. It's just like, I think it goes on mistreated. And that's why the whole thing around like mental health, like I think the term mental health seems so flooded and much it pisses me off as well because like I hate saying it even because like people hear it so much and they think mental health, mental health, mental health. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. Right? But if you actually break it down, this is like health 
of you know what I mean your mind of yourself of your sanity of your direction of your purpose of your like every little aspect of you and how you control it I would say it's on the umbrella of mental health right and how you take on obstacles and different things like that and I think everything for me comes full circle is that I still struggle every day with like a wandering rambling mind with just kind of losing control runaway freight trains in my head but I'm kind of like learn ways to control it and that's what made me so motivated to start doing, you know, the podcast, doing the Rambler project, doing like every little aspect like that. And so I know you're equally as motivated as well. And because it's like, what are people capable of when they actually learn how to control their mind? And like, I, I don't think I'm there yet. I'm not like finding ways. I'm interviewing people. I'm talking to people. I'm pursuing different avenues of mental health. But like, I don't think I'm there yet where I can confidently say like, I have full control of my mind. Because that is like impossible. And the things you can do once you have control and once you realize what you're capable of doing, that's the other thing too, is like we grow up in bubbles. I grew up, I was so anxious because I grew up in a protective bubble. My parents never let me make mistakes. I was never allowed, I don't know about you, I was never allowed making mistakes. Like it, it wasn't that I wasn't allowed, it was just like I never made mistakes because they were always there to take the fall. They always, they always protect me like, oh, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. This is what's going to happen, that's going to happen. We're not doing this because that's going to happen. I so I was never allowed to make mistakes. Or like if or it's like if you did something wrong, they would kind of protect you. Oh, hey, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Hundred percent. So there was never accountability. So if you did, even if you did did do something wrong, you never really knew what yep. you're doing wrong, how to fix it, or ways to fix it, right? Yeah. So that's and, another one too. But like we all grow up, especially like we grew up in Dundas. It's a very kind of I'd say like mid to higher class area, right? Yeah. And our problems are just like our little problems seem big problems to us, which are minuscule problems to people actually have, you know what I mean? Who face this adversity early on. Right. And for me, I just like, I was so protected. So what's happening when you have a kid that you overprotect, they're scared of everything. And what is happening is like, you don't make mistakes. Like you don't, you just live your life scot-free. You go get that job. You go, you pursue all these things because you had such an, I guess, such an assist growing up that I didn't make these mistakes, but I'm still terrified to make mistakes. I'm terrified of anything outside my comfort zone. But then as now that I've learned a couple of years later, is like everything that I've ever wanted, everything that makes me happy in life now has been outside my comfort zone, which is like the oldest quote in the book, but it's so relevant. What's so what ended up happening was I, how I learned to be accountable. I literally, as I said before, I ran away from my problems. I packed all my stuff into a backpack and I took off for a solo trip. And what I found when I got there, I, I wasn't, I found that I wasn't running away from my problems at home, but I was actually I was, while I was running away, I was like putting these building blocks together of myself. I was learning about accountability because I was, I was responsible for me in South America. There was no one else responsible for me. I was responsible for my, I'd all, I started facing all these problems down there and I couldn't, I had no helpline. I had no, re, I was me facing all these problems, like the language barrier, credit card fraud, you know what I mean? Finding a cab, having a hostel that sold out because I didn't. I didn't book Plan far ahead. enough in advance. Exactly. Whereas like our parents would have said, hell, you got to make sure you Exactly. Book I didn't have that voice in the back of my head. I was totally solo. So then right away over that few week period, it was like snap of your fingers. I just like faced and then it just builds. I come home and it translates. I take on a different project like this that I've never done before, but it's my passion. And I, you have to learn about so many different things and you realize what you're capable of. It's like, wait, I'm capable of learning how to do podcasts and and putting screen printing on clothing and, and learning how to brand and communicating with people like complete strangers about mental health. I'm capable of doing that. Like, wait, what? So I think it's really cool. And it, it really kind of motivating for the future that to unlock like what you're truly capable of doing, because like I grew up with this, I grew up under a blueprint and all about you. Like I grew up under a blueprint and like I grew up on our blueprint set in my social setting, as far as like being part of like that hockey, I'd say like that hockey cliche, like that hockey guy cliche. So I, that was my social circle was like hockey guy. And then my family circle was just like 
never face adversity, never accountable individual. So it was cool because now I can confidently say I've broken both of those broken right through and I've become who I actually am. I'm not under another, I'm not under a blueprint. I'm not under a blueprint for my life. I'm not under a blueprint for anything. It's now it's just do whatever you want. Take on whatever day and you know what I mean? Face struggles like that. So I'm Damn. pumped. Damn. I mean, there's Dan rambling on. That's yeah. the whole point. You know what? I'm not pissed off anymore. I was going to kind of talk See, about yeah, it. Yeah, it seems good to get That's the whole point. What we want to do the podcast, right? Is it happy when we're here, get their tensions going? You know, everyone everyone we talk to, right? Oh, it feels good. Well, how long are we talking for? 20 yeah, minutes? Man. No, we're talking for an hour. Yeah. You're, you're going off there for an hour. Yeah. So, no, it's good, man. It's good, to, it's good to hear that. It's good to hear that you're in a better place. You know, at least kind of being yourself, not hiding behind. Because I know you may not have touched on it fully here. But I remember you saying you kind of really weren't living as yourself when you're in no. high school. You're always trying to fit in with your friend group and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's chameleon, man. Yeah, exactly. Kind of just, you know, feeling everything out, not really interjecting and being yourself. So yeah. it's nice that you're kind of doing this, right? Like we, we always say, we always joke about it, but it's like, where do you see two guys talk about mental health? Yeah, you don't. On a podcast. Right? <laughs> yeah. like, that's, what, that's what we want we to do, do, right? Like, yeah. when we did this, it's like, it's two people who are compassionate about it and, like, want and want to do this and want to try and help ourselves and want to help others along the way and bring out different individuals on and hear their stories because like you said yeah. we don't know everything we actually don't right we, we like you said this is uncharted territory for both of us yeah but we're hoping that you know with w- what we believe in and what we want to do and hopefully it can lead to something so yeah 100 percent. let's get to it stop worrying about what other people thought that that's yeah. the one thing i want to touch back there stop yeah. worrying what people think and start living your living your life it's unbelievable that's why i like the the cool i remember when i was in basketball they always said yeah you have to learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable yeah like it's it's weird. I know, but it sounds so watered word. down, man. It's like the term mental. It seems so watered down, but it's like, but it's so why true. is it watered down? It's yeah. like it's for a reason, exactly. right? But we don't we ignore that. We think everything has to be easy. Like, you know what I mean? Like nothing in life is easy. That's worth having, like, worth getting, right? Like I just said before, I could have you, you know what I mean? I could have a young cushy life, but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't happiness. It was like painful actually looking back now. But yeah, now it's just like let's learn about life. Let's learn about how to. You know, what I mean, connect and converse and and genuine thoughts. Yeah, use people through. to each other's advantage, right? Exactly. All right, man. That's it. Let's get to it. <laughs>